Hello and welcome to the Massachusetts Association of Realtors Sidebar Podcast, a usually short podcast that covers legal and regulatory issues that Massachusetts realtors and anyone who is interested in real estate, real estate should know about. I'm Sabrina Lapointe, MAR's Senior Communications Coordinator and your newest Sidebar co-host. Hi everyone, I'm Katherine Taylor, MAR's Associate Counsel. We are your hosts for this edition of Sidebar. Today we'll be discussing questions related to virtual showings. This is one of five mini episodes we'll be doing around COVID-19. We know this is a topic that many of you have raised a lot of questions about, so let's get right into it. Are you ready, Catherine? I'm ready when you are. Okay, so could you kind of just tell me a little bit about what some of the best practices are right now for virtual showings? Yeah, absolutely. So virtual showings aren't necessarily um, new with regard to our current situation. They just have um, exploded in popularity and um, necessity um, as a result of our current situation. So there are a couple of things um, to keep in mind um, anytime you are doing a virtual showing uh, with a pro for a property. Um, the biggest concern that we've been hearing about lately um, is with regard to the agency disclosure form. The law requires that the agency disclosure form be signed at your first in-person meeting to discuss a specific property. So then the question is raised of, what happens if I'm not having that in-person meeting because of COVID-19, our entire relationship is conducted virtually. Do I still need to complete that agency disclosure? The answer is yes. Um, you know, the, the law hasn't always doesn't always catch up with technology as fast as it needs to, um, but certainly um, you should be signing that agency disclosure as soon as possible in the relationship. Um, but certainly make sure that it's signed before you enter into a contract to purchase that property. Um, I can't emphasize that point enough that you are still acting in an agency relationship. Um, and from a consumer protection standpoint, that is absolutely critical to complete uh, prior to entering into a, a contract to purchase property. Another major consideration uh, with virtual showings is um, potential wiretap violations. Um, so there are so many different platforms you can be using for these and, you know, are you live streaming it or is it being recorded and played back or, you know, Th there's a number of ways you can facilitate it. Um, be aware of the platform that you are using um, and the ability for um, other individuals to be on that platform, uh, possibly without the knowledge or consent of the other parties involved. Um, so if you're having like a live stream, for example, um, make sure that you are um, Introducing everybody who's part of that showing and say, all right, I'm Catherine Taylor, the broker for the seller. This is Sabrina LaPointe. She's the broker for the buyer. And we've got our buyer, John Smith. And, you know, the seller's here also to answer your questions. The seller's, you know, Mary Jane. And then just make sure everyone knows who's on there so then there's not any of that secret uh, listening that, that could potentially be a wiretap violation. You also want to consider... Um, your client's privacy concerns with regard to um, any virtual showings that are um, um, occurring. So, you know, that might mean uh, that, that you should be using a private link for um, those, those virtual meetings that you're using to show the property rather than live streaming it. So then you have some control over the audience that has access to it. 
Um, you know, some sellers may want you to do a virtual open house that's a live stream event that anyone can drop into and look and watch and others may be more concerned about limiting the people who have that access. Um, so make sure to be having those conversations with your seller client and determining what their comfort level is. Okay. Um, and kind of speaking about comfort levels, you know, this is a new process for a lot of us. Um, how would you say we could make um, our clients feel most comfortable? You know, how should I conduct my showings differently than I would um, if they were in person? So, the, yeah, there are definitely a number of things that we can do to try to um, help make our clients more comfortable with the process. Um, purchasing a home is uh, one of the largest investments many people are going to make in their lifetime. Um, so it's scary enough when you can physically go and see the property and you're walking through it and seeing it and touching it and experiencing it your own. It's an entirely different experience um, potentially buying a property without having physically seen it before submitting a, a contract, right? Um, so if you're working with a, a buyer client and you're their representative and you're uh, taking them through a virtual tour of the property, make sure to take your time and point out any features or flaws with the property that might not be readily apparent through a camera lens. Um, so things like the quality of workmanship, the size of the rooms, um, or other items that you know are important to your client. Um, you know, stop, pay attention, you know, you, you are a lot of their eyes to, in this situation. So, um, you know, make sure to point it out, ask them if they want to see anything uh, more closely. And, you know, zoom in to the best of your ability, uh, you know, with the technology that you're using. Um, so, I mean, those are some things that you can do to help alleviate um, concerns buyers might have. Um, on the on the sell side, um, one of the biggest things you want to make sure uh, to be discussing with your seller, again, as part of that privacy concern, is verify with that seller how... Um, that that media that's used to, to conduct the virtual tour is shared. Um, can it only be shared with other agents? Are they able to share it with their clients? Can it be reproduced in any fashion? Um, the seller can certainly set the parameters on um, that media. Um, and then, you know, finally, if there are um, other individuals coming into the property, such as an, an agent who's conducting that virtual tour on behalf of their client, make sure that you're following all uh, health and safety guidelines that have been put into place as far as limiting the surfaces you touch. If you do touch it, sanitize it, um, you know, wear protective gear if that's appropriate um, in this situation. And again, this is going to be part of that conversation that you're having with the seller to determine what their comfort level is. Do they want you to wear gloves? Do they want you to wear a mask? Do they want both? Are they okay with only using hand sanitizer? What do they want as far as wiping down surfaces once the uh, showing is concluded? Do they want you to do that? Do they want to do it um, themselves? So this is part of the conversation that needs to be happening to make sure that everybody is comfortable uh, with that access to the property. Okay, so let's say I'm the buyer and I'm now entering into a contract, um, but I haven't physically seen the property. Um, so as a realtor, how should I kind of handle that contract? 
Right. So that that's one of those questions um, that when you're presenting a buyer is going to be really important to them. Um, so you want to you want and you want to protect yourself as well, because, you know, there's a concern about added liability. If I'm representing somebody, um, you know, and they say, well, X, Y and Z was important to me and you didn't tell me that or I didn't see it or it wasn't clear to me. Um, you should be making sure that that contract has language in it um, that states that the buyer is not relying on representations made by the seller, the seller's agent, um, or any other broker involved in the transaction. Um, the MAR contract to purchase, as well as the standard residential purchase and sale agreement, does include that language to you know, protect you, our members. Um, but if you're not using our forms, um, do make sure that you include some of that language to protect yourselves. Okay, great. Well, Catherine, um, I think you covered a lot of very useful information. Um, I hope you all have a better understanding um, of virtual showings now. Um, so thank you for taking the time to discuss these questions with me. Um, look, Thanks I, for having me. Yeah, I look forward to our next episode together. For more information on this podcast or any of our past podcasts, go to marealtor.com slash pod. You can subscribe to Sidebar on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Please don't forget to rate us and leave a comment. We really appreciate it. Let us know if you have any topics you would like us to cover. You can, you can email us at info at marealtor.com. If we use your topic, we'll be sure to give you a shout out. The MAR Sidebar podcast is edited and produced by myself, Sabrina LaPointe, with music by Tess Berman.